you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Pill Recording Podcast, episode 106. What's up, Neil? What's up, man? What have you been up to today? It's day off, right? President's yeah, Day? Absolutely nothing. It's been awesome. <laughs> good. <laughs> Listening to a lot of good music, actually. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, Listening we got a, a lot of good music today. Some great guests with us tonight. We've got producing a kind generation. Welcome, guys. Hello, hey, hello, hey, hello. What's up? And do we look like a bunch of alcoholics or what? <laughs> right now, I'm not judging. No. And we did From that. the scope of most podcasts today, this looks normal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right, Spark it. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything today, don't we? Look, here's the best part. So we got this terrible Starlight bourbon, which is that two-year garbage. There goes from- our chance of ever having a... Huber's Farm. That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pass on that. If that's our sponsorship, we'll, we'll, we'll let them keep that. We got the old Barstown, the old Hammers, I think what we call it, right? Hammer. What do we call it? Do you call it Hammer? Yeah, like the that's, Hammer. Like what, the, you, what do you say? Daryl Like Daryl Eisen. It's not how he spells it. We got, uh, we got the Early Times Bottom Bond. That's good. That's the ET. We, we'll talk about this in a sec. Oh, Granddad. What's this stuff? Old charter. Old crap. Yeah. Everything's old. Dude, the, so <laughs> Everything. the sneaky, here was the sneaky <laughs> stuff you just brought up, this. man. What's that called? The uh Sour Mictors, yeah. Uh, that's the good stuff. So yep. he, he snuck that in. <laughs> Mitch. After everybody already poured a drink. I was like, man, how am I, what am I supposed to do with this after you bring that up? I guess I got to finish it real quick. I don't even know I what I'm drinking. On purpose. <laughs> I don't that even know what purpose. I'm drinking. 100% on purpose. Well, cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers, guys. Thank you all so Salud. much for coming up. Salud. Oh, yeah. Before y'all introduce yourself, I've got to say, we started, this is episode 106, and I think before we hit episode 10, I said, we got to get you guys on. Yeah, I mean, early, early, early on, if I had a wish list, there's, and every now and again, we get, we we check off one of those uh, names, not, we didn't really write it down, but there were probably a handful of, of people or groups that I wanted in here, and you guys are here today, so... It's been a long time coming. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad you all are here. Thank Happy you. Here. Thank you. Glad we could we could do that. Happy Thank to you. be here. Yeah. Yeah. Special number 106. That's right. <laughs> Won't you guys Good start point. off by introducing yourselves to our listeners? From right to left or left to right? Whatever you'd like to do. Who's left? Who's right? <laughs> <laughs> Started down there, Sorry, dude. <laughs> My name's Kim. I'm the drummer here of producing a kind generation. <laughs> hey, I'm Pinky. I play guitar. Right. My name's Ace on the bass. Ace Ooh. on the bass. 
I didn't even think about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't fitted I'm Dre. I sing songs and uh, kind of play guitar when I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, fellas. We're thrilled to have you in here. Absolutely. Sweet. Thank you for having us. This is yeah. fun. The blue light makes it feel like, you know, you know, I, it's real. official. First time we've done that, too. This is like after what? we are the first people to get the true vibe. Oh, that's Pre cool. one shot video. See, because that's our little secret. So we'll see if it stays light. any cooler. Can you guys see the yeah, thermometer there? Can you read it? Or? It got up to, uh, <laughs> I, think, I, I think we reached. Can you see it? I can't no, I can, no, barely. I think barely. we reached 83 degrees last time we were yeah. in here. Oh, it gets man. pretty warm in here. It was terrible. Oh, it's 75. Oh, okay. oh, that's cool. Nice oh, and cool shoot. in here. That's yeah. not bad. All right, yeah, that's perfectly good. <laughs> no, good. Oh, gosh. So, I, uh, you know, in today's world, if you look online for something about a group, people, you'll find negative. You'll find somebody saying negative. You'll find something negative about not findable for you guys. You guys have are, are like universally praised for doing exactly what what the name of the group is, producing a kind generation. Um, no skeletons. No. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, oh, there. it seems like there. <laughs> but you're keeping them well hidden. You know, it, it just, you know, man, it really is, uh, it's awesome to see that, that so much, uh, goodness is, is coming out from, you know, uh, every, your art is what it boils down to for me. It's like you're using what you do in such a positive spin and positive light. How do you did, was that something that you all kind of set out to create? I mean, when you when you put forth a name like that, that's a pretty bit. You kind of got to live it, or at least uh, attempt to to do that. So yeah, let's back up there. Neil Neil stole my opening question from me tonight. He jumped right in, man. <laughs> did you write that down? No, I always start the same question for 106 <laughs> oh, episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're not gonna we're not gonna answer it until you ask. Uh, it, yeah, I guess you should. We're I guess you Neil. should. Well, it's kind of happened, man. I just got so excited. <laughs> it's kind of along the same lines. So it didn't throw us totally off. But why don't you guys start off by like telling us the origins of producing a kind generation? Like who who it started with, who was the first, you know, group and how you guys came together and just, just how it all started. It started long, long ago with Lois and Clark <laughs> <laughs> climbing up Top Hill Road. <laughs> you didn't look over the side, did you? <laughs> no. Nah. Before we were a band, we um we made music of all types of different different genres. We did rap and we did R&B and we've done uh, electronic stuff. We were a part of a, a bigger collective. Um, it was called Hoodstock Records. It was a hip-hop collective primarily. Um, but we did all kinds of stuff. It was about 12 of us. I was a part of that collective, of course. I was like the front guy of that collective, like the lead rap dude. And I've always wanted to do what we're doing now. But, you know, growing up in, you know, where I'm from, I'm a pretty street person, personality. Grew up in the projects and, uh, you know, my peers didn't really have any type of interest in the things that I was into creatively. You know, rock and roll wasn't a thing where I was from. So if you want to fit in, you know, when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Mm -hmm. um, so I rap. You know, that was cool. I want to make music. I mean, that's the most acceptable form of music where I'm from. So I, so I rapped. Did you grow up here in Louisville? Yeah, I grew up in Louisville. Okay. Uh, 
Yep, yep. Spent most of my time in Beach Terrace, Park Hill, the West End, Portland okay. area. Just hanging around, having some some good times. Um, and believe it or not, I've I've spent a lot of time in Park Hill. Uh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was uh, I was a uh, wrestling football coach, high school wrestling and football Fairdale. coach at Fairdale. Yeah, yeah, home school there. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, a lot of my bros went to Fairdale, but um, where it was going was pretty much. I got to a point as an adult where I realized I didn't have to fit into anything, you know, because um. Mm. I didn't have to fit in anymore. I could create my own world. And I kind of told all my friends in the collective, all of our brothers, I'm like, hey, guys, um, I don't want to rap anymore. We're going to do a band. Um, we're going to make a band, it's us four, and we're just going to be a part of the collective as a band. And they didn't really, um, didn't seem like they took, they didn't take that well. They kind of thought that that was like me, like saying, F them, I'm going to do my own thing. Because hmm. I was kind of like booking all the shows and, arranging the events for the collective, like managing everyone. And I wanted to stop managing to actually focus on being an artist for the first time ever in my life. And when that happened, everyone kind of just jumped off the ship. And just about, about what year was that? 2017. What? Oh, okay. Just left us to float alone and we've been floating. The stream's been sweet to us. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you didn't spend much time uh, floating because it seems <laughs> like as soon as... 2017, 2019, you have a record. We never stopped hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we still love those guys, but yeah. we had to move on. I mean, you know, it is crazy to think. So you you take all that kind of experience and, and managing. Do you focus that on this group and and start pushing that? Because it seems like 2017, you guys have flipped into success quick. I mean, name recognition. You guys have been. I would say a, a part of, if not one of the most recognizable name groups in Louisville in the past three, four years, and you've only been doing it since 2017. I mean, that's quick, quick turnaround and quick success. Did you take that skill set as managing a group of collective and, and force focus that into the the group? One hundred um, million percent. Um, but it was really. Um... Happened really or organically, man. It just was late. I had to work a lot harder for us when we were, when we were doing the rap stuff and the R and B stuff. And I just feel like a lot of times once you fall into your purpose, sometimes like the stars align and the universe assists you a bit. So I still had that mentality that that hustler's edge about how I was approaching what we were doing. But I think it was just hard work and the universe just um, recognizing our intentions. And assisting mm. us in that. Mm. When you guys were coming up, were you, were you listening to to rock? And yeah, oh yeah, punk or Kim? Were you listening to when you're when you're a little boy, littler? When I was littler, that's a little, new word. Yeah, little 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 word. Little 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 Disturbed. Ooh. Oh, okay. Some banging mixtape <laughs> that turned mix me up, turned me on. Oh yeah. End, end of story. <laughs> what, what was your, what was your favorite on that mixtape? Slipknot. 
Wait, is to, that right? wait to bleed. Okay, yeah. That was this track. And that was like, who is this group? Why is the drum so crazy? Why is he screaming and singing and doing this crazy stuff? Like, and then I and then I looked them up and they're all wearing masks. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is wild. <laughs> 13, young impressionable mind, 12, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it was over. How long yeah. had you been playing drums at that point? Um, I hadn't even started playing drums. Are you there. kidding me? I was like, yeah, yeah, I hadn't even stopped playing <laughs> drums yet. So I was playing drums. Like, yeah, 13, 14, but I was, like, in church drums, like, playing with the person who taught me how to play piano and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I started playing in a metal band when I was 16. Okay. That, and that's when I actually really started playing, like, rock and roll, though. Like, the church stuff was, like, playing songs and hymns and stuff. But then 16 or 15, 16, playing, like, progressive rock metal um, for a band, hometown band, in, or in Lexington. Where I'm from. Okay. What's that like going from... Church to metal was the pastor like, no, nah, you can't come right here no more. <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you been playing the drums. You're going to hell. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> Thankfully, I was not very. You come over with that China symbol, that double bass symbol. Get Rebuke. that devil symbol oh, out of you. What was that like though, for real? Though? I'm curious. No, they 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 were very open to music. As far as as far as the church I went to, it was very small. Like this was our like oh, there's how many people in this room? There's seven of us in here. That was our congregation. Oh, and then wow. it'd be like what? Me. Yeah, it was a small church. It was really small. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's so like we was good. so yeah. then like we would do like cover songs. So then like for sometimes we do like switch foot cover songs. Like okay. Meant to Live was like okay. a song. Yeah. We had to learn. Ah. Yeah. So like I was so then we was they was just like open to like all sort all types of I'm music. a cool pastor. Well, shout out to that church. I'm a cool yeah, pastor. Yeah. So Kim, did you take lessons outside of whoever was teaching you at church or did you not just self taught? Not for drums, nah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, just self-taught, really. I just saw it one day. Really, I, I saw, I played in concert band in middle school. I played the flute. For some reason, I, I guess in fifth grade, I like ah. saw the instruments. So I was like, I want one that's not going to be heavy. Okay. I want to carry it around. <laughs> and I that was the one I picked. Because it was like, all right, I want to be in the band. I want to play music. And that's that was tiny. a small one, right? right. They didn't have drums. They didn't have percussion. None of that stuff. Very economic. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah. that's what my mom said. I said, that's what my mom told me. I said, I never realized what I said. I said, hey, mom, why did I play the flute? She had to tell me that. So, no kidding. Whatever reason. You are very wise when you were littler. 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 Probably littler. way wiser. Littler. 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 Probably wiser. So we need some flute and some producing the kind generation songs. We got a whistle in one song. Song. I was, that's a, that, we got whistle. That's about it. That's why that whistle part was so good. So, so I take it. He's been pieces together now. Oh my god! Nailed it. Nailed I'm just it. now figuring this out, man. This the, did you all have auditions had for the, the whistle down, part? Man, had the lips. I didn't get to audition. I'm pretty good at whistling. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I take it once uh, you, you found the drums, the flute was out the window. Absolutely. <laughs> I found the drums and I was like, all right, yeah, this is tight. Um, and then I just started playing drums, found a band. Parents wasn't really 100% support. So they've always been supportive. Mm -hmm. But then in that world, when I was playing in a band with people they didn't know in a music style they weren't familiar with, they're like, uh, I mean, it's cool, but... We're we're just gonna let you do your thing. Yeah, that's your thing. <laughs> I had a show up in Louisville one time. They like was like really worried. I've in Lexington and we had a show in Louisville. They was like, kind of don't want you to go. We kind of don't want you to do it. It was at 
Bulldogs Cafe. I don't know that's if that right here. That's, that's right here. That's right, right here in Fairdale, For real. man. Yes, yeah. it is. It's it, at the bottom of the hill. That it, was my first little wow. watch show here. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. Small world. Small world. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it you, is no longer Did you here. even recognize it when you were coming up here? No. It, it's no longer it's the, there. I, yeah, it is not, still a pizza yeah, yeah. place, but it's it is pretty not. close. It's pretty close to the roundabout you came through to get here. Okay. I remember that roundabout. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. So what about you, Pinky? What, what, what were you growing up listening to, and how'd you get into music? Um, I don't know. People ask that, and I really never know. You don't remember? <laughs> I don't, I feel like I've always just been, that's all I've been really into. Like, I used to draw, and then once I got to music, it was like, okay. It's a rap. <laughs> <laughs> this is way less messy, and it's cooler. <laughs> but no, it was always, since I was probably like six, five or six. Really? Born creator. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I've ever wanted to do. So how long have you, uh, when did you start playing guitar? Probably like six, seven. That's how old you were when you started playing guitar? Yeah, I got a keyboard around like five, six. And then like the next year, I remember getting a guitar. My grandma um, got it. So uh, generally when people get a guitar that that young, they bang around on it for a couple months, give it up, and then come back to it. Were you stuck once you had it? Till about eight or nine and then it's like middle school. Let me let me see what's going on. And I started drawing again and like okay. painting and stuff. And I got really into that again before I got into high school. By like seventh grade, though, it's, I was back trying to play in bands. All right. Trying to start a band with my friend. Uh, and what, what type of uh, music influence were you listening to? A little bit of everything. A little bit of rock, a little bit of um, R&B and neo-soul from my parents. They both listened to a lot of random shit like. Can I yeah. say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you I say curse? Okay. Say you want. But yeah, a lot of random whatever. Um, Are they musicians? No, but they both have good taste in music. They yeah. just like good stuff to me. Mm. Yeah. And Ace on the bass. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> so uh, when you listen to music, what are you? Are you always listening to the bass parts? Do you hear anything else first, or is it always to the bass? Um, to be honest, I hear everything separately. Really? Yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm a producer at heart, uh, so I kind of, I, I honestly tune the words out first, and then I just hear the music, and then okay. it takes me a, a couple listens in order for like. It's kind of weird. It's like I keep playing the beat on a loop, and then the the vocals like slowly turn up the more I listen to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of where that. Where that comes from. I think we had the same ear. I, I'm music driven first, man. I hear so much music before. I have to concentrate to focus on a lot of times lyrically what's going on or uh, I hear melody lines before I hear lyrics and which was pretty awesome today, you know, going through uh, especially the the first record. What is it? The kids are watching. Yeah, the kids are watching. Spotify had all the lyrics, man. It made it super easy. <laughs> I was just <laughs> reading along. Like, listen, read little. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I think nice I, I think that's uh, I think that's that's how this. So that's um, something that you think comes from you know being a producer first. Um, yeah. Also, it kind of comes from uh, my mother. She's a she she's been a, a choir director since I've been okay. alive. Um, but she always kind of separated singing parts, and I've always been around her when she went to practice and all that other oh, stuff. Okay. So being able to kind of hear different parts of music played at, you know, at different times and then it all comes together once and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of, okay, it makes sense. 
So, so. Was your, your mother, the lady, was always at the piano hitting that third and fifth. And here's, here's um, what you sing on this harmony. Not you, but like in a class. Yeah. I, it's, I, I can remember my, my teacher breaking it down for me like that. I don't think I heard music like that. I couldn't imagine growing up with that in my house, uh, an educator. Yeah, I mean, uh, my my grandmother. She, I mean, she was kind of the same. She sung in the choir, but she played. She played more piano than my mom did. My mom actually played violin. Okay. Yeah, she played for the Lexington Philharmonic when she oh, was wow. um, when she was younger. So that was a pretty cool thing that I like. I found wow. out like <laughs> midlife. I was like, "What? You really? Did what?" And she was like, wow. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Wow. I was I was in the Lexington Philharmonic, but uh, yeah, she did that. Um, my dad is actually the one who introduced me to bass, though. As a as a baby, actually, like he he always had him in the crib. Like he would play the old soul and funk records, like every now and then. And he let me pluck around, and then he would kind of you know teach me. He's like, man, just listen for the bass line, no kidding, and then just play it on the bass. And I'd be like, oh okay. So I literally just kind of sit in front of music and then just kind of pluck away and find the notes. I'm like, oh okay, I know how to play this stuff. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah one of those ear trained education guitar players that went to bass. Young, yeah, <laughs> no, he's a bass player. The that bass player. <laughs> That's I'm, how you know he's good because yeah. he actually is a bass player. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, about, probably about seventy percent of the bass players we meet, they like join a band and everybody plays guitar and somebody needs to go to bass. So. That happens to me a lot, <laughs> but it's but this, that's the but, but the cool lot. thing about that is though, like whenever Pinky plays bass, it's like clinic for me because he's a guitarist, so he has a better understanding of the notes mm. and the fretboard. But you know, he has less strings to worry about, so you yeah. hang out. Well, yeah, it's, like it's, it's like it's like a cool little hangout. So well, yeah. it's it's pretty cool. And, and yeah. Pinky's a bit of a genius. Let's be honest. Mm. Uh, yeah, that kind of helps. Ain't no doubt about it, man. Yeah, Everybody's gonna learn a, bit, a little bit when he picks up something with a fretboard on it. Well, let's no listen doubt. to a song. Oh yeah, y'all do music too, yeah. don't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. music. Tell us about Arizona Sunrise. This is a song we first recorded our first official song that we recorded to release. So that that means a lot to us. Yeah, we recorded this by itself, didn't we? This one, um, the the version, I think that the, I don't know what version I'm gonna play. This is the demo. The demo, yeah, it's all, yeah, always the demo. Yeah, Slick um, recorded this. Um, yep. So um, this was written. This was written in 2017, that year that uh, we talked about when we were like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, and stuff happened. Did you guys write this together? Um, lyrically, I, I wrote the lyrics. Um, I was traveling across the country. I was driving from from Louisville to California. Yeah, um, that used to be my. That's a long way. Yeah, I, I did it a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot, like in a like in a truck or what? <laughs> Regular uh, ass car. No, I was, I was in <laughs> a car. What do you think you did, like an open road trucker? Is that what you're yeah. asking? Eighteen wheels. Um, <laughs> what the hell? I've done a lot in it my life. A regular ass before, car. um, you know, before I got committed to this and change my my patterns and my behavior. You know, I did a lot of um, street activity. <laughs> so I would drive across the country. Trap-tivity. Okay, I think I'm reading it. I think I got you now. And drive back. And I was doing that, you know, probably like once a month or twice a month sometimes, depending on how it was going. And um, this was about when I was ready to throw the towel in. I think I'd pull it over. I would always stop at the rest stops. And I never got hotels. I would stay in my car the whole time. So I was slipping Wyoming under the stars. I've slept in Montana at truck stops. I've 
slept in, in Denver and waited out snowstorms <laughs> in Colorado. Um, and I wrote this song in Arizona um, while I was driving. Uh, it was about, I'd say about 6.30 a.m., 6.20-ish or something. Driving, and I was like, wow, this is, this is freaking beautiful, man. I wish I was doing this under... Um, much more enjoyable circumstances and I just wrote a song about what about what was happening and uh, this is the song that I wrote okay. and then brought it back to the gang I had my acoustic too my acoustic guitar so once I got the lyrics written I stopped and like you know found the progression for it and then you know I come back and I bring the progression and the lyrics and then we just take it from there as a unit we're off to the races playing some ball when uh, when you when you wrote like that on the road driving, was it something that you were like repetitively singing it until you got it, or did you write down physically write down a lyric, or did you have a how, how did how did that look? You know what's as crazy? Driving? He texts and drives. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do text and drive, but I have this really cool um, <laughs> this really cool connection with um, the universe and the. I'm going to say the uh, the nature of melody. So I hear lyrics, melody, I hear everything simultaneously when I'm writing music. So if I'm writing lyrics, I almost always hear the melody under it. So when I'm learning, when I'm hearing the songs, I'm singing, I'm singing the song as I'm writing the song. You know, so... Two first, birds, one stone, knocking it yeah, down. Just the way you hear? That's just yeah, the way you hear? It's just the way that I write music. Yeah, it's a bonus. It's a good time. <laughs> All right, let's check it out. Arizona Sunrise. The dry heat left a cold breeze. All the sunlight decided to leave.
Dre, I think I hear your voice as like an instrument, man. It, it, it there's so much emotion behind it. Yeah, and, and it can. It, I swear, I almost hear it like uh, instrument first. It's wild, I, and and I don't typically, I don't, I don't normally hear singers like that. But you convey such a raw emotion in the way you you sing and your tone. I swear, it's almost you hear it as its own separate thing, other than just vocals. And the way that Pinky can convey emotion in his guitar is stupid. Well, you know, <laughs> that's stupid. It's stupid. Thank you. Stupid. Even if you don't listen to O's. Yeah, even if you don't listen to the lyrics and you just listen to the way the vocals are delivered and the music and just the way the song flows, you can tell Dre you were wanting that to be over. <laughs> yeah. 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 You could feel it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. That's wild. I've never heard anybody like they explain it that way, <laughs> yeah. but that yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Mm. yeah I'm just a uh, very honest. Let's, um, I got a mm. friend back there. Um, our brother, Matt, Matt Jaggers. He's hey. uh, our engineer and helps me with a lot of the production stuff. And we talk about this. I've tried to explain it to him before. Like I'm not a singer. I don't aspire to be a singer. My voice is kind of like um, like a paintbrush, mm. you know. So like they just finish the canvas, we get the canvas all together, and it's everything's laid out. And then when no one's looking, I get in the session. It's just me and the engineer. I don't know if you can read what I wrote. And right I kind of just take the black paint, just <laughs> all over the paint. canvas. Can you read it? Painting pictures. Oh, Painting yeah. pictures. <laughs> it was in that song. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it was just very singing vocal art to me. Just very expressive thing like I don't I like to say you know I don't care if it's pretty as long as it's as long as it's, as it's real you know sounds like a pretty give, damn good singer to me yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna give them what I got you know yeah as yeah. long as you feel something it's cool with yeah and you definitely feel it well and, and it just makes sense because like you said give them what you got at the end of every track it feels like you gave something everywhere everywhere in the performance from the from the rhythm section uh, to what Pinky's doing over top to the vocal line, it feels like at the end of every song, it sounds like you all should be exhausted because you just put so much on that track. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, you can watch it live and see it live on, through, through anything that you've done, but just to capture that in, in a recording is tough. It's hard to do. There's a lot of great bands that can't do that. There's a lot of great bands that can't convey emotion and, and uh, feeling through, a, through a, you know, a recording. It's just hard to do. So to get that in every phase of a recording from, you know, the rhythm from the tracks to the the guitar solos and, and the vocal line, man. It's just, it's it's hard to capture. So for you guys to be able to do that is amazing, number one. And I just, I love it. I can't wait to hear Thank more. You. Thank I you. I can't wait to hear more. It's man. not easy. Thank you. Yeah. How do you, I mean, that has to go with some intent coming into it, but it's, I would imagine some of it's just natural who you are as musicians, but how do you get focused in a studio session like that to, to, at the end product, be able to have that type of raw emotion on a track? I think a lot of it comes from um, life experience. Um, you know, I know me personally, like I'm not an old man, but I'm not a, I'm not a spring chicken. So I don't really play about much in general. I'm, kind of goofy laugh and joke but when it comes to like my art you know like I don't really play around mm. you know there's a time to play and there's a time to not so we just we come in there and it's every every song is fourth quarter ten seconds left 
Mm-hmm. That's kind of how we approach music. You know, like we laugh and we joke and play, but once the amps are cut on and metronome hits, like we we focus and we come to give our species something that matters, try to contribute something to our people in the most meaningful way as possible. So we have to be present in that moment to give to give you what we think you need, mm. you know. Yeah, man. Where did you guys record this? Um, we recorded this particular song at um, a studio called Head First, which is a predominantly uh, hip-hop-based studio with an engineer named Slick, um, a really great... Shout out to Slick. ...renowned hip-hop engineer here. And um, that's, um, you know, my brother and, you know, one of my many music mentors. I've gained a lot of insight on production and engineering <laughs> from working with him over the years. Um, but yeah, Hey, Slick. Hey, hey, hey. Slick's hey, the hey, goat. Hey, he loves you, bro. Slick. Yeah, right now, Slick's at, um, he has his own studio. It's Evo. Evo Auditory. Auditory. It's on like 4th Street. But yeah, that's who um helped us capture this. Was that, uh, was that, I mean, I guess you kind of be speaking for him here, but is that something new, uh, transition for him to record a rock record? Yeah. He had done it before. No, he had done, done, okay. done it before, but He's not, done, he doesn't do it often. Okay. At that time, he had done it a few times and um yeah we just had a really um good relationship with um with Slick he'd worked with us before in hip hop stuff and we're pretty close and he just wanted to give it a shot like yo just let, you know, let me let me try it out see what we can do nice and he did it and um he did a great job I'm grateful for yeah. him oh yeah it's a good ass recording yep so, Pinky, you're shredding it there at the end. Do you uh, do you write that <laughs> stuff you. out, or is that just you going in and just going with what you no, feel at the studio? I, yeah, I just do a whole bunch of takes and let let, every, <laughs> let them pick. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Literally. makes no decisions, man. I love yeah, it. That, that's yeah, not, he's making that's not that's not easy. Easy. Matt, just, Matt just found out. He was like, "Okay, <laughs> what?" <laughs> I yeah, I just go and do a lot of them, and I'm like, "Yeah, that seems like enough." Do you feel like, uh, <laughs> do you have an idea? Like, I'm going to head in this direction on this, or is it just complete free form? Yeah, completely free form. Because, like, they'll be all completely thinking, different. Thinking just like an artist, man. You know, thinking like yeah. a guy who used to be a they painter. They can chop them up. Yeah, <laughs> they can chop them up or do whatever. Yeah. I just know that they can handle it. So well, <laughs> I'll do what I'm supposed to do. I haven't heard a bad one yet. And, and I've you. seen live stuff. and <laughs> It's all good. Thank you, man. Yeah, Dre, I, I you talked about writing about that song, Arizona Sunrise, but do you do you tend to do all the songwriting lyrically? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like we're all um in our individual musical elements. Everyone is so um just engulfed and submerged in what they actually do. And that's why mm-hmm. it comes out as passionately as it does. This is because everyone doesn't have to we're not really dividing the labor. Like, Ace, you're the bass player. You need to bring the best bass line you can. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit here until it's the best bass line it can, it can be. The same with everything. You know? uh, Ace and Kim, so, um, you guys were locked in on that one, man. I mean, oh, like, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that, that's, that's, that's the, the law of the rhythm section. We got to be locked yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Got to. And you feel it all the way through. How is that, I mean? You know, I've, I've always wanted to be a drummer and never could be. Uh, <laughs> everybody loves the everybody drums. Everybody loves the drums. The drums are the sweetest That's shit the ever. The sweetest. <laughs> no shit. They're fun. They're the best. Yeah, bow, bow. Pretty cool. Yeah. So when, uh, is that something as a bass player and drummer, 
when you find a fit that you, it's like instant, you no. just know, or is that work? No, nah, we try. We, for me, I would say no, just because it's revision of parts usually. Like we, yeah. we both, so we both have like a, a similar way of hearing a song. Like we'll, we'll get close, like ballpark yeah. as far as like a rhythm. But then when it comes to like, just small things like transitions or even like patterns and stuff, we have to sit down and really like compromise. Like, all right, this sounds good. Like okay. what my foot is doing has got to match what your hands do. Yeah. So we, it's so we really got to sit there and, and it's, it and it's, and it's a con, it's all, it's weird. It's almost kind of like a constant evolution though. Right. Because yeah. even when we, like when we find a, a, a part, like when I find a baseline and he finds, you know, like drum patterns that work, mm-hmm. It's like the more we play the song, it's like, man, I like that, but I like this better. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, when I do this, you do that. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. No settlement. And yeah, and then Pinky might actually do something just random. And he'll never practice. do it again because he yeah. just makes stuff up as he goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. random. It's like you've been there. Yeah, <laughs> random. And you've been to rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, it was random. And then I'll be like, I like that. Do that again, like you know, keep doing that, and then we'll build on that. And then I have so, to figure out that. And so then it's like I'm trying to figure out like how right, how do I make my four notes fit in with their leads and stuff they're doing. Like for me, I, I'm an overthinker, so okay. like it may just be <laughs> snare drum, snare drum, kick. I'm going tom, 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 crash. Mm-hmm. Like I just got like it's just a part of it. Yeah, you just got to figure it out. It's all a compromise, but Definitely. but that has to help you evolve not only as as a group but as musicians and helps your sound. Yeah. Evolve as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Music's a language, Absolutely. and if we're all talking at the same time, saying different types of shit, it's not gonna work. Everybody's heard that gotta, band, man. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, talk when you're supposed to talk or play your role. Yeah. Whisper when you're supposed to whisper. And yeah, I feel like a lot of times you have like band situations where everyone's trying to just show how good they are. Oh yeah, and we pretty much just stick to just playing things that are effective. We don't need anyone to leave like, man, that's the best drum solo ever. We just want you to say, that's a really good song. Mm-hmm. So that takes like understanding, compromise, everyone working as a unit. You know, like only person that does solos in this band is Pinky. And I don't think they're necessary <laughs> all the time. You know what I'm saying? Even <laughs> when they ask you know me on we specific got songs, I don't like, have solos. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's such a, that's, not necessary. that's such an evolved way of thinking though, man. I, I, I don't think a lot of Bands, musicians, or people think that way. That that I don't want you to think I'm the best guitar player or the best bass. We want you to think that's a great song. And and collectively as a group, I don't think a lot of groups think like that. And it's hard to individually. It's hard to not want, you know, to want to be the best at whatever you do. I want somebody to say that's the best song that's ever been written or that's the best guitar solo or the best drummer that I've ever heard. So to have that perspective where you go, and, and maybe it's because like you said, you know, you're not young, you're not old, but you're smart enough and, and old enough to go, this is what we're going for. And by having that mentality, you get there. If you have any other mentality, you're not getting there. You're not opening for my morning jacket at the, at the waterfront. <laughs> you know, about you're that. not doing yeah. stuff like that. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. Do you think that's how we get here is because of that, con- that thought process and that? Yeah, I think it has something to do with it. Um, Compromise, trust, understanding with one another. Um, we may not always agree with something on a micro level, but macro, we all know where we want to go and we know what we have to do to get there. 
So we always find the compromise, the middle ground, and we do what is best for the grand scheme of our art. Um, and yeah, just for our general overall contribution. So yeah, we're just we're just on the same page when it comes to the to the end goal. So yeah. all the particulars, if they when they need to be ironed out, we iron them out and make sure we give you the best thing that we are capable of giving you at that time, that point in time. Awesome. You guys are going to be supporting my morning jacket when June. Is it June? June twenty fifth. That's yeah. my mom's birthday. Happy oh, birthday! Yeah, what, a, yeah, yeah. what a birthday hey, present! <laughs> I hope you get yeah. there a ticket. So how did you guys, <laughs> ticket, mom? How was this news delivered to you? How did you guys find out about this? How did it come about? You know, via email. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, who opened the email? Would y'all want to? Uh... You all want some super? <laughs> Super exciting story. You're not going to get it. <laughs> well, this is what happened, honestly. So we have an email. Um, and um, Kim Kim and I are typically in the email. Kim got an email. Kim's really not good at corresponding. The worst. <laughs> Kim, Kim, got a, Kim got an email. And it's like, um, email's like, yo, I want you to open up for to do something. And Kim's like, do you mean me, Kim, the drummer, DJ? Or do you mean the band that Kim Yeah, band? hold on. Yeah, that's Even though it was, in, what it, and yeah. it, was in, it was in the band email. <laughs> no, it was a text message. Oh, okay. We, okay, okay yeah, we got bad, an email. Yeah, we did get an email. But they, they reached out to me and was like, yo, we want to book you. It's like, how, it's like if someone wants to book it, it you. It is a hard question. If and it's like, it's like, well, <laughs> it's like, well, I DJ and, I, and I'm in a band. So it's like, which one? And they're like, for the band. I'm like, okay, yeah, reach out to this email. And then they sent over the email. But then still, I saw like, that email. Then he saw that email. But it still, been, initially, yes. Like, <laughs> but who are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they were, yeah, it was more like, we just. You can't jump the gun. Yeah, you know? It could have yeah. been way worse people than I should have yes. And just showed yeah, up with yeah. your DJ gear, like, what, what's going on? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Yeah. The, water the, the email was very an anonymous and mysterious. Like, yo, we want y'all to open up for this really big rock act. It's going to be. A million billion people, and they want you. Oh, so you guys didn't know who it was? No, we're the like, original text. I kind of no, had an yeah, idea it was, who it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I just had an idea. Um, yeah, but because you're, that's, that's, you're in touch with nature, that's man. what the email said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, really, I was just. Um, I mean, I told them, I'm like, I think this is probably my morning jacket. Yeah, it wasn't long because after the email said it's going to be a. 10,000 person turnout of the waterfront. And I mean, yeah. it's rock and roll like in 2022 in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. There's not many acts that are going to bring 10,000 people to the waterfront. So yeah. like I was weighing the options and I'm like, that's all you have. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we're going to wait and see for sure. But I mean, it sounds like it's my morning jacket. And then, you know, they didn't tell us for weeks after that. And I'm like, oh, it's my morning jacket. I'm like, sweet, my morning jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so. that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah, congratulations yeah, for sure. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to them. Sure. Thank yep. you all. Thank you. Yeah, so let's be listen amazing. to another tune. Tell us about. Let's see if I can say it better than I did before the show. Oh yeah, the tongue twister. Oh, it's Soul not... sensation. Hey, yeah. yes, sir. good job, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got it when it counted. Sometimes I can't talk. Yeah, Everybody, you know, we're on. We're on everybody, wax. listen. What that was the tongue twister. <laughs> 
You were there. Say it three times fast, Neil. Soul sensations. I don't say anything fast. Soul sensations. Soul sensations. Soul sensations. Ooh, hold on. If you get into it, it gets rhythmic. Yeah. Yeah. It gets rhythmic. Tell us about that one. I don't want to say it again. That song. I was in a rough patch. Um on the darker side of the human experience at that time, you know, it fluctuates up and down the roller coaster. But at that point, I was in a particularly low point. I remember it being Thanksgiving, like in that time, either the evening before Thanksgiving or actually Thanksgiving. And um, I've been going through just a, I don't know, just a shit storm. Mm. <laughs> um, I was having lots of issues with my intimate partner at that time. Um, I got fired from a job. A card got stolen. <laughs> wow! Made mm. a bad investment on some finances. Lost it. Um, sleeping on a couch. I'm like, <laughs> shit. If I wasn't, I'm like, if I didn't know any better, I'd just call it quits right here. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, just. Just over it. I'm just glad you didn't call it shit sensation. Yeah. I was kind of just over it. And I've been dealing with that type of energy for like easily, easily a hundred straight days. <laughs> so that's where the song, that's where the lyrics came from. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You want me to say it? Some of the best stuff comes out of those tough times. You want me to say it? It sucks. Soul All right, here sensation. it is. Soul sensation. Soul <laughs>
crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, totally. That's that's one of the best. I don't know where, where was that one recorded. Dead bird. That's one of the. That's tonally, one of my faves. Totally, that's yeah. the one of the better recordings I've heard. Yeah, that sounds great. In a in a while around here, the <laughs> the snare the snare the snare tone. I love the snare hits, dude. They just resonate, and the guitar tone. Totally, the guitar is ridiculous. Fender Bassman. That's the Fender Bassman. I'm telling you, man. Oh, that's why I like Dead Bear. <laughs> that, that was, they have that that, was, that uh, was probably one of my favorite basement. recording experiences as far as like technically, like how to achieve the sound that we did. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool like experience to kind of watch up, that. As a, I was going to say, yeah, as a production type guy. Tom. And it's chilling, yeah, man. Shout out to Tom. Tom. Shout Tom. out Tom. We're on Tom. 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 we like Tom so much. Dead we're talking, we're talking about the guy that did it. We like Tom. 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 I tell you what, the, uh, <laughs> he does sound at Z bars, produces okay. and records a dead bird. We love Tom. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. We've, uh, I think almost anything that I've ever heard out of Dead Bird's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Keanu and the Sun Kings. One of their live recordings is from Dead Bird. That's, yeah. it's great. That recording's great. Everything. I, mean, I, I can't really think of anything out of Dead Bird that that doesn't stand. No, they do a great up a job. Little bit. It's yeah. yeah. An observation. I don't want to interrupt you. I want to bring it back real quick. I don't feel like I, I feel. I felt bad. I didn't. I wasn't celebratory enough when you all said it was the one hundred and sixth episode. Of this. I'm sorry. That <laughs> that's, I'm, that's a lot I'm of episodes. Past, but, <laughs> that is a lot of episodes. And I'm just, you know, we talked about like how focused we are. I'm looking at how focused they are. Like I was going to ask before Neil's you. Neil's up here. Us. He's taking his notes, <laughs> writing his questions. He's really listening. And there's a lot of. There's a, a lot, lot going of, into this yeah, right now. A lot man. of effort. Lot of so I wanna, yeah. Here's the effort. Yeah. You know, we appreciate you all. Like I said, you. Dude, I spent the day yeah. listening to really Thanks good music. Yeah, man. I've listened <laughs> to your music all day the past few days. So it's real tough. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I mean, that is studying, though. That's a, that's a good studying. That's a thing. Definitely. Like people have to... It does take a lot of time, but we love it. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you know, when we get done here, we get to sit down with you guys and listen to you guys play. Put, yeah, out, put out some good yeah, little microphones. We get a free concert here yeah. in a minute, dude. Yeah. I, I, I'm the only other one in that room most of the time. It's like, it's Bless special. You. I appreciate it, man. But seriously, I'm just such a music lover. And to be able to, we're 106 episodes in. Yeah. We haven't had, yeah. we've never had a bad time. Everybody's we're been amazing. Fan. We're big fans. Huge of, fans of a lot of musicians now. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. Seriously. That's crazy. Seriously. So, uh, unfortunately, this is going to be out before tomorrow. No, after tomorrow. But I want to know about the, the show. Y'all got the show tomorrow, right? At yeah. Whirling Tiger? Yeah. World uh, Black to the Future. You got to tell us a little bit about that. I feel like, um, I mean, I don't feel like, I mean, it's obvious that we are a part of a, a marginalized demographic. Um, <laughs> the This country in particular has a very one-dimensional um, perspective in regards to um, people of our skin tone. So this month um, is Black History Month. I'm kind of not a big fan of that either because yeah, no. it's so many months and so many days and we only get a few of them. On the short month. Yeah, on the short months. Months. But, um, Seriously. You know, we're putting together a, um, you know, just a, um, a celebration to, uh, you know, just recognize the, um, you know, black creativity and ingenuity and um, consistency and black art. And, um, but it's just a celebration of, of our people. It's not only for our people, it's of our people. Oh, yeah. You know, so we want, everyone to come out that is in support of 
what we've contributed to um, humanity in general. But I mean, yeah, that's what it is. We're the only actual live band playing. We have two really good DJs, um, Sha, Bro Sha, and, and DJ Always, and there'll be vendors and people selling stuff and Will and tons of a really black good artists, just lovely, in all types of disciplines. Place. Yeah, at the Whirling Tiger. Um, and yeah, that's really what it is. Just a, a celebration. It's a cool event. Yeah, no it's, doubt. It's Plus good. it's the unbelievable. Like y'all said, Whirling Tiger's an amazing it's venue. It sounds so good. It sounds, it, do they still have the camera set up there? <laughs> do y'all know? I don't know. I don't know. Odeon like, like, used to have like yeah, seven cameras set up, man. It was amazing. Because <laughs> it would be awesome to be able to live stream it. Cause yeah, we they, could, they streamed it on Facebook. Too. Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. We're yeah. gonna, I think we're going to stream it on our Instagram. So okay. it'll, it'll be streamed on our Instagram. It will be? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. so we can yeah. we can push that. We can help at least you know, put that tomorrow because yeah. unfortunately, like I said, this will be a couple yeah, weeks before we're released. we're talking about the past. Yeah, point. we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So for our listeners that want to become fans that aren't already, tell them where they can find you on socials, find your music, all those things. Um. So... If you're looking for us on like streaming services, you'd have to type in producing a kind generation, the whole long name, whole kid and caboodle. <laughs> producing a kind generation. It's on worth it. Social worth media. It. <laughs> <laughs> you just type in, um, <laughs> it'll pop up. Yeah. You just type in PAKG on social media, it should pop up. PAKG Worldwide. Um, yeah, the acronym PAKG Worldwide on Twitter and that's actually the website too, it's as well, right? The website's www.package.world. Dot world. world. That's dot right. World. Yeah. You can also get to all that through there as well, right? Yeah. You can. Oh, pretty, yes. Pretty easy yep. to Let's find. I was that, floating yeah. around today checking things out. Yep. Go subscribe yeah, to the YouTube. Nice. Y'all got three videos, I think. Uh, how many videos did have y'all? How many videos have you actually done to support records for? Yeah, we got Broken, Soul Sensation, Arizona Sunrise, and then uh, and Invisible. Invisible. Yeah, we got four. We did all of those on our own except for Broken. And Invisible is intense, man. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a. Kim and I shot that. We went out and we, did, we shot everything. Yeah, yeah fun fact. Them. Shoot and edit it all. Fun, yeah. fun fact about Invisible I had food poisoning that night. Are you serious? Dead serious. <laughs> Almost dead. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was wild, <laughs> man. Like, point. I was, I was hanging on by a thread like the whole time and yeah, it was like, yeah, it's a really, it was, it turned out really good. I was like, man, I'm so proud of myself. I held together during yeah. that whole shit. Yeah, I didn't like, die. Yeah, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't croak and die on the side of the road like I thought I was. <laughs> With all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it is, man. That's a, and it's a, it's a great video. It captured a crazy time in this city. And, and you know, it was, uh, I think it was perfect with with the message and everything. It was it was, it was awesome. I just, especially because I, I think that you mentioned on, maybe it was Arizona Sunrise, which was the first video, right? That, that yeah, you yeah, all yeah. did all the work on that yourself as well. And just, uh, you guys are in so many lanes that you do everything yourself and so well. And, and, and you know, I know that you, with production and stuff, you might have help, but to have the uh, to have the capacity to do all those things and to to support your your art with your drive 
is is amazing. And then I'm just I'm glad to be a fan. I'm glad y'all finally showed up after 106 thank episodes. You, That's like you. I said, yeah. about thank five you. episodes in, I was like, we got to get these guys in here, man. <laughs> it's hard to coordinate. Nice. A, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate you guys hanging out and talking yeah, to us the last hour you. or so. We're gonna go thank out you. with uh, Broken. You got anything you want to tell us about that one? This video was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah, the video was great. Real fun. First time we just got to be on the other side of the camera and not have to worry about a lot of the other logistics. So uh, okay. that that helped out. The song is great too. So. I did my own stunts. <laughs> <laughs> Drove a car. There you yeah. go. We all did fucking sleep, actually. <laughs> if I do say something myself, I had a camera on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might, uh, you might be like a SAG actor now. You know, you might get some insurance or something. I don't know what they offer. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to be in like 14 commercials before they offer you anything. We're going to monetize my skills for sure. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fellas. We're going right. to stick around and have, uh, have some fun doing some one-shot videos. Oh, yeah. Let's do Israel, it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace. Yeah.